The following is a presentation of the Bellip Sports Media Network. You are listening to the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four beer with a sports talk and a whole lot more. We are part of the Belly Up Sports Network. Listen in as Brent and Dave invite you to belly up to the bar with them to talk about everything in the world of sports, just like you would do at your favorite watering hole. It's sports, beer, and shenanigans. So belly up to the bar with us, grab a beverage, and let's get into it. Uh, the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, four beers, four stock, and a whole lot more. Uh, tonight's show, as always, brought to you by SeatGeek.com, the SeatGeek app. Use promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com today and save 20 bucks on your first purchase over there at SeatGeek uh, or the app, whatever you want to do. Uh, remember, we are part of the Belly Up Media Network. Go to BellyUpSports.com for all the great podcasts and great sports articles right across the gauntlet of sports, car racing, college football, pro football, hockey, baseball, and everything else in between is there at bellyupsports.com. So make sure you check that out. And thank you very much from all of us at 1420 World Headquarters for uh, listening to our show each and every day. We really appreciate all the stuff that's going. Me and Dave pretty much had the weekend off away from the uh, the internet and everything else and the, the, the content and everything was good. Dave, uh, I was out in uh, British Columbia as we, I was out the, the West Coast affiliate there Thursday last time we recorded with uh, our uh, legal analyst, Craig Schworn, and you were uh, heading to Montana. How was things out in uh, down, down south of the border? Um... Unfortunately, I was not able to go. One of my friends oh, that no, no, the fella, um, one of my employees fell sick, and long story short, brother stayed in uh, sunny, sunny southern Alberta. Turned out to be the last sunny day of southern Alberta, as far as uh, Mother Nature has out for us. So, nonetheless, we had a good we it, it was, we had a good weekend. We had a great family weekend because our plan was to be together. Um, in Montana, but we did it in, uh, we were tourists in our own town. The old staycation kind of a deal. What did, yeah, it's sometimes, sometimes, uh, well, it's always, it doesn't matter where you are, it's who you're with, right? It's one of those things. And if you can, sometimes when you have plans, you got to make the best of it and, and, and yeah, and make the most of it. And so sometimes uh, it turns out better. Sometimes you never know what you might uh, find when you hit the highway. And like I said, it doesn't matter where you are, it's who you're with. I was, I had the, uh, on, uh, cause the, like we talked about the other night, that pink concert got, uh, postponed for a respiratory illness uh, they there wasn't disclosed what it was i don't actually care it doesn't matter uh like when when brent redlinski gets sick i'm sure pink doesn't give a fuck what i got so i don't really care what she had to be honest with you that's one of those things but uh we decided on uh instead of going not instead of in lieu uh we had some other uh activities going on in mckinley's high school Bellinas high there in uh, parksville bc their uh their football team was playing the uh the new westminster dukes i can't remember the name of the high school but they were from new westminster out there in uh, vancouver and playing the dukes in a high school football game so we uh decided to go to that because mckinley's friend was playing and everything else we went and uh and watched that and uh i I've never seen home cooking by an officiating staff quite like I did for the Bolinas Whalers that day. The the Whalers lost twenty one nothing, but boy, oh boy, Dave! Uh, not for lack of effort from the for stripes. not lack of effort by the guys in stripes. It was something. It was something else. Like there was a couple of uh, there was a couple of interceptions that got that got taken back to the house the other way, and uh, like like eighty yarders too, right? And there was a some kind of some cockamamie penalty there's a flag on the field 
60 yards the other way and the guy's already in the end zone You're like what the fuck happened there yeah it should have been uh, a lot more than nothing but it was a 21 nothing final it was a it was a lot of fun to see something like that and those kids like it's um they were trying like they're not great like they were trying but it's uh yeah it was uh interesting to watch nonetheless i can imagine what is what's attendance like at a at a parksville uh Football there game. was about 14, I think. No, there was a few more than that, but not, not, not many. It was middle of the afternoon on a Friday because it was a pro D day. So well, there, there wasn't many there. There wasn't many kids there or none. There wasn't many. Like 200? No, much less than that. Yeah, <laughs> there was more kids on the field than there was in the stands? More, pretty much, yeah. So well, nice you know, you got to tip your hat when you're doing it for the love of the game. And and I can't remember the last Parksville uh, kid that uh, – I saw it. In, I guess in a couple NFL. of guys played in the CFL, but uh, from from the back in the day that they're from uh, from Parksville. But the uh, I uh, we always laugh about over the years on our show. We hate like who's this guy, that guy, softball guy, or or uh, 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 tank top guy, or whatever. It's actually it is one hundred percent official now. The worst guy is backwards hat ex player now football coach guy. There's no, there's no getting around that. There's no getting around it. There was a guy in the sidelines there. I was just, I was embarrassed for this guy. Oh, he was, was, he was, he was loud and obnoxious and flexing and taunting the other team. It was like, holy Christ, man. And it was like, Jesus. And he was for the Parksville, Parksville for the Whalers on their coaching stuff. I was like, Jesus, you're an idiot. You're an absolute idiot. Who's he taunting? The Dukes, I don't know, and I don't know. He was just he was flexing and screaming and get him and ah, and yeah, it's like holy fuck, dude, you got to come. Football guy in general is a little aggressive, like, but it's a <laughs> obviously, but football guy can be way too aggressive. Way twenty closer to twenty six or thirty six. I think he was closer to thirty six just by looking across the field. Hat. Oh, geez, single down. Oh. Well, I got divorced and uh, yeah, who knows? I, I don't know. There, it was he's there it, to spend time with it his was boy. A bit much. There was no doubt. Poor fella. It was a bit much. Well, I don't feel bad for that. You, <laughs> you, you make you make those choices in life, and you can always turn your hat back around. On or moron is the way you can wear your hat, right? So, Dave, uh, speaking of football, the NFL season continued week seven. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. You had something? No, to say? no. I was just saying. Well, yeah, I was just like, uh, did he have white sunglasses on too? Uh, I was a little overcast, but I'm sure he has him in his in his uh, great big truck over there. <laughs> they weren't the backwards on his neck or something like that. No, I uh, no Jesus, he was across the sidelines, so I couldn't really tell. But yeah, one of those guys. Week seven, the NFL uh, is just finishing up this weekend. The 49ers are losing right now. Uh, we'll get to them in half a second. But a lot of stuff happened. A lot of stuff didn't happen. Kind of not not a lackluster weekend, but there was there was a couple of games that caught my eye that uh, we we were touting the the glory of, of some of these teams last week. We did our our fourteen twenty our special way that we uh, we attack the football season you know, week in week out Monday night lights I like to call it now. Um, we have a different way of doing things than most uh, podcasts do it. Uh, but there was a, a one one game that caught my eye yesterday when it was all said and done, and there was a couple teams that lost yesterday that. You think the fan base were a little bit uh, disappointed on a Monday morning? Dave, is there a team that uh, they wake, they woke up this morning and go, Jesus Christ, maybe we aren't that good? Oh, for sure. Without a doubt, the winner of that award this week are the Bills Mafia. You lost to New England. 
And then you you came you were getting your ass kicked all game. You came back to get the lead, and you gave up a a buck a, a drive a, a game winning drive in in the last two minutes of the game with Mac Jones. Like you got to check yourself, Buffalo. Maybe you're not that good. Maybe you're not that good. Well, they I, had I an awful that- first half, and their second half they came back. But I don't know. I'd be concerned. You know it's funny that we uh, we talk about Buffalo uh, being that team. I think I, I wrote there. They were one of my one of my very first fuck that teams when we started doing that. We'll get to those guys in half a second. But the uh, we, we talked last week about Belichick. Maybe it's time for him to go. And we thought that, like I, I personally thought this would have been the nail in the old coffin as we come up on on Halloween and everything. Uh, I thought that maybe that if Belichick and the, and the Patriots get get. Uh, railroaded and romped over and, and uh, the shit kicked out of him by Buffalo this week because everybody says Buffalo's so great. Everybody's been telling how great Buffalo is for two fucking years. And there's the first swear word at 746. Uh, but they've been touting the, how great they are for two years and I've yet to see it. Yeah, they went to the, the championship game last year. I get it and they hold the whole bit. But it just seems that like they, they lost early this, this year and they lost again yesterday. This Bills team, they are... I don't want to say they're the biggest frauds in football because it's still the, the Dallas One Stars, but this team is right there, man, for me because they could have put they, they could have probably ended the uh, the Belichick's career if they would have put up a, a half decent performance, but they came out and put up a, a horrible performance. And good teams don't do that; they don't. I I agree. You win the games you're supposed to. Well, we can give them an excuse for that. There's no excuse for losing uh, Week One to the Jets. Um, that week, uh, last week in England, they should have lost can, the Giants. Yeah, they should have lost it. Like, and then two weeks ago, that loss to the Jags could be excused, but this one, there's no excuse at all. There's zero excuse and it, and, against and, a Patriots team that doesn't have any care if they win or lose. That is getting their ass handed to them by everybody. Yeah. Like, and and I don't know, maybe Buffalo, like, it's just it's time to start stop reading the press clippings telling you how good you are and just start showing people how good they are. We say it all the time. And you mentioned too, that they lost in the championship game. No, they, they've never made it to the AFC championship game. That mass. Well, they that, lost. Yeah. They, 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 that, they gave up. They gave up a late lead. That's right. Sorry. Sorry. Right. My, my bad. My, my mistake. Yeah. Oh, and that's okay. That, that magical game against uh, the bills and, and the chiefs that was in uh, the AFC semifinal game. And then since he beat uh, yeah. uh, the Chiefs, and then also, and then last year they lost to the, they got handled by the by Cincy, and so Cincy is now well of the last two years they're the ones that are challenging the Chiefs for the for the crown, and Buffalo just tells people they're ch- challenging. The crowd. Well, what's funny is, Dave, we don't like here at the 1420 podcast. We don't normally, we don't break down game tape. We don't break down uh, the wins and loss a whole bunch. We, we laugh and poke fun and everything else kind of <laughs> our, our way of doing things. We kind of, that's the way everybody thinks about doing things our entire life, whether it's about sports or, or human beings in general. But the thing is about uh, the, the, uh, the Buffalo Bills, it's not me or you that's telling the masses about how good this team is. It's the smart guys. Maybe the smart guys need to just shut the fuck up. People need to stop, stop listening to those guys because it seems year in, year out, they they, ha- they find a team to, to jump onto and then this is the year. They added this. They added that. And every year, you're like, well, you're still not as, and we talk about it all the time, you're still not as good as that, as that team. Like, so shut it's up. One of those, it's, 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 it's in every sport. 
right? It's in every sport. Like, okay, yeah, you added uh, a linebacker. You added this guy. You added that guy from free agency or whatever it might be. Okay, but are, are you still better than, than that guy? You're, no. Because to be the man, you got to beat the man. And it's going to happen tonight in baseball, it looks like. But it just it's funny how year in, year out, and it's more, more so in college football. I want to talk about that in half a second, too. But you'll go, okay, well, what did they do to, to get all this praise? Every every hey, every year, it's, it's, it, there's a team. If the Buffalo Bills were in Major League Baseball, we'd be calling them the Toronto Blue Jays. Everybody's saying, like, they're going to take the next step. They're going to take the next step. And now it's time. And they just step on their dicks. So it, it, when, it, when it comes to fuck or walk, the Blue Jays, they choose to walk. The Bills, they're choosing to walk. It, it, it's the exact same thing. So I imagine, uh, I honestly do imagine Bill fan and Blue Jay fan share. The, uh, there's a lot of overlap in that Venn diagram. And we'll get so to they guys know, a second too. Now it's the Oilers fans in that group as well. Like the way they're, the, the oh, way they're yeah. kind of like, going right now. We're talking about ex- them in about 20 minutes, but yeah. Playing with expectation, is, uh, it, it ain't no thing. Like, I thought we were supposed to take the next step. Well, that's up to you now, player A and player B. You guys got to play better. Well, didn't you see my stats? Didn't you see my exit velo? Didn't you see the route I run? Like, they're not going to lay down for you. Like, what? winning is fucking hard. We say that more than anything. Winning is hard. You saw how hard they worked to beat you. And now you got to work and outwork them and outskill them. It's it's just your talent alone doesn't people don't are aren't willing to give you those wins on talent alone. It's quite funny. We talk about how uh, disappointing things are and everything else. We'll get to another like yeah. But uh, last week we were talking, we were singing the praises of the. Uh, That's why I'm going to bring this for my disappointment personified team, dis- disappointed fan base, and it's not it's not a do or die situation with the, with the Detroit Lions. But everybody was touting the praises of the Lions all week last week into into yesterday, and they got absolutely dismantled. And it's just it, it, it's hard. It's 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 funny to to me and you because we're not Lion fans. Don't have a dog in the fight or horse in the race by any means. But uh, when it comes to the Lions, but. Lions fans got to be thinking, oh, fuck, maybe we're not that good because negativity breeds negativity. It's been negative there for for 30 plus years. Right. So there's got to be some disappointment with the Lions because they got absolutely stomped by Baltimore yesterday. Like, and it wasn't. Yeah. At least it was to a good team, but it was one of those games because uh, the Ravens came off of that shit loss to the um, to the the Steelers last week, a game they should have won that they could have controlled and they were out for blood. He's like, we're going to put these fuckers away early, which is what they should have done to Pittsburgh the week before. But like, it was a lesson learned. No mercy. We're giving them, we're going to give it to them with both strike barrels hard, right off the hoff. No mercy, sir. Cobra Kai style. There you go. It's, oh, uh, you no, bet. So they swept the I, I, I didn't feel for the team as much as I felt for, for Lions fans because they must have woke up this morning and went, oh, fuck. Here and when did Detroit Lions fans start traveling? They were when they were when they that's what I mean. Like, so now, so now they're super fans and they they got it going on. They're like, holy fuck, maybe uh, did I I should have saved that fucking 600 bucks, whatever hotels and blah blah blah. Then it costs you go to a football game, a a one nighter, right? And you go, oh, I should have saved that money because fucking times are tough. Here's your fucking Christmas card. And uh, yeah, I felt bad for for Lions fans, like I said, not the team, but the disappointment that that Lions fans must have had a little bit with that performance ahead yesterday, because when, when you, 
when you beat up on lesser known teams, yeah, yeah, okay, rah, rah, shish, boom, ball, whatever you want to say. But when you're starting to play against the big boys and then and the big time quarterbacks and you get stomped, you, there's got to be a sense of like, especially a team that hasn't been doing very well in the last 30 or so years, there's got to be, be like, oh, fuck, this sucks. And they, we know what's coming. We know what's coming. The snow's going to fly and we know what's coming. Right, that's it's in every sport. The the defending champs come to town, and you're going to get everybody's best shot. And uh, the Lions, it's not like they're they're a real team, and then they're and people are getting their best shot. But now they're understanding what it's like to be not taken lightly. And I think that's that's a real thing in in professional sports. To like, we're not taking this team lightly. This isn't a trip up game anymore. This is a Lions. They're good, and if we're not careful, they're going to punch us in the mouth. And the Ravens on Sunday punched them in the mouth. They beat them to the punch. And and sometimes it happens, right? Sometimes you lay a fucking egg, and and that's what happened to Detroit. And they couldn't come back in the second half from that one because. The, the Ravens were good. Like, that's the Ravens team. I think the Ravens – I think the Ravens might be the second-best team in the AFC. I think the Ravens are that good if they get all that shit rolling. You know, they're, they're, they're good. We, we've been telling the praises of uh, Lamar Jackson for quite some time here on our show. Like, and it's uh, – he's uh, – He's you don't hear about the Baltimore very much, but he's a, he's one of the he's one of the good guys in football, one of the good quarterbacks in football. You don't hear about the guy; he just does his business. Not a raw raw guy. Doesn't need to get the uh, the everybody behind him doing the thing and the press clippings and all on it goes. Dave, you, you talked about the Buffalo Bills earlier on. Like they, you, you probably could have tied the uh, disappointing team into the uh, most fraudulent team, but well, we the last week the biggest frauds in football, but were my USC Trojans. They didn't be the the fuck you, fuck them. No, that was the Niners. But uh, who's the most fraudulent team you got in uh, football going on uh, in week seven of the NFL season? Well, as like, uh, I think the most disappointed fan base has to be with, to the most fraudulent team. I think it's the Bills. I don't think they scare anybody. The Dolphins are the cream of that crop right now, even though they lost to um, Philly. The, the Philly. And that was a good game. That's like I watched. The the early game I had turned on to, I was watching the the Lions game until that one got shitty. And then it was Pittsburgh and uh who'd they beat? The Rams. Rams. And I don't the understand. The Rams are frauds. Oh fuck, the Rams are frauds. And I can't I wish I could call the Steelers frauds, but I don't know. They're doing it with smoke and mirrors. They play ugly football and then they just keep winning. That's it. It's like the New Jersey Devils. It's just, it's not, it's not sexy. They yeah, got like, I, I don't want to, I don't want to say that uh friend of the show, Jim's uh, Pittsburgh Steelers are fraudulent, but they're, they're on the teeter totter with the fat can the other side uh, on the other end, you know, like yeah. it's going to let keep loose keep pretty quick. Wins. Well, unless they keep winning because every time those fuckers win, it's, it's gross. They should have lost to Cleveland. They beat them. They should have lost to the Rams. They beat them. And then the game yesterday against uh, the last, Rams. Yeah, last week they could have lost and they didn't. I mean, they, yeah. they don't, right? And you, you, you have seventeen. You, you only have seventeen games, so all you got to do is win every week. It's not hard. It was hard, but you know what I mean. Like it's not. It's not tough math. You just go well. Just here's our game plan for what we have. Maybe it's actually. Maybe it's just a thing of really good coaching and over coaching the talent. 
because let's just say, okay, here's what we got to do to win week in, week out. And like, okay, next week, here's new game plan. We'll figure this out. We'll, we'll eat by, yeah, we're not a Super Bowl uh, a team right now. Yeah, we don't have the most talented guys, but let's do what we do better than better than they than they do. Cut down on our mistakes and, and make it work. Maybe, maybe guys, that's actually guys. a smart way of doing things. And, you're not, well, and then you're not spending 45 million bucks in a quarterback. Well, yeah, because they got superstars on defense, and uh, let's just muck it up. That that's what they do. They muck it up, and and I, it just makes me scratch my head. Like three of those wins are just uglier than shit. But they're wins. But, but you win. You put them in the rearview mirror. Go to the next one. When people are looking at the schedule, like no one's asking. Like they're not quality wins. We're not. We're not doing a coach's poll here. It's like, are, are you winning or not? And and they're winning. And and, and I got to yeah, who cares? Like, especially in football, like baseball, it'll catch up to you eventually. In hockey, it'll catch up to longer seasons, obviously. Because they'll like, if you're not playing well enough and, and you have enough games where, okay, this is going to happen, and then you'll, you'll watch more game tape because, like, week in, week out, and eventually talent in National Hockey League kind of, kind of wins out. Uh, not so much in baseball, but it's actually in baseball as well. But if you, you can coach, like, coaching can get you through a few things in the game of football. It really can. It for sure does. Like the work ethic, the stick, the stick to itiveness, not bitching at each other and, and all that kind of thing, especially in football, like 60 minutes is a mighty long time when you're out there. What like 200 plays, right? You can almost like, this is how many plays we got. If we, if we can win, if we can win 50 of these plays and, 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 Make, and, and, and not make mistakes and don't and you know like yeah. you're, you're not going to be perfect but don't make mental mistakes and, and mm-hmm. that goes with any sport you're going to make physical mistakes so that just happens you're going to slip you're going to trip you're going to some guy's going to white whatever you're going to grab onto a guy's shirt because you it's just it's just a, a reaction right you're going to make get out get a penalty for the, for that kind of stuff but if you can keep your mental mistakes to a minimum in every sport, you're going to have a better chance of winning, and maybe that's what Pittsburgh's doing. Maybe, I, don't I know, think like so. I, I think so. It's just it's just so well coached. They're so well coached, and that's what I'm going to give them because because I can't I can't stand this team. I can't stand the way they they fucking go about their business playing this shit ass football and just keep putting up W's. And good for you. I I wouldn't say that this. This team is a fraud, but I'm gonna say that they they've been they've been exposed more than uh, than we uh, ever thought they would be. But the biggest frauds in the last, I, and like I, we actually, I'm gonna double down on this, not double down. I'm gonna take away a little bit what I've I've said before about the the, the one stars being the most fraudulent, but the second most fraudulent team in football just might be. With all the hats and T-shirts and stuff, and you even go back to straight out of Compton days. That fucking Las Vegas Raiders team. That is a fucking embarrassment. I don't know if it's, they're fraudulent or embarrassing because they have a, they have a big fan base that's been traveling right across from New York from uh, from from Oakland and then to to Vegas and then L A to Vegas now. And that team to lose to a backup quarterback to the Chicago Bears and not lose by a little bit, I don't know if they're embarrassing or fraudulent. The franchise is fraudulent. This team is embarrassing. The team is embarrassing. Like, once proud franchise, right? But 
there, like, you know, the, the Denver Broncos are once proud, but now, like, add another 15 years for when the Raiders were relevant. They're still bitching about the tuck rule, and that was Tom Brady's first fucking Super Bowl, and they're still whining and crying about that, and that was 20 years ago. So, like, they're like, oh, they're out to fuck us. We're the Raiders. The league hates us. Mm. Sooner or later, when you can get, like, you know, have a talk with Bullcut there. Um and and let uh, let Lloyd Christmas uh, tell you why the like he's working with the Raiders. They're they're an awful organization. I they haven't had a first round draft pick sign a second contract in twenty years. That's how like, bad they draft. That's how bad they draft. Like we we joke about that, how hard it is to draft and everything. But like sooner or later, the squirrel has to find a nut. Like you wonder what kind of. Um deal that the Raiders got to move to Vegas because like yeah yeah they had a shitty field in in Oakland there and but it's like okay we'll we'll move to Vegas because Vegas was looking for a team they had a stadium ready to go and then bingo bango bongo they got the fucking Raiders like oh that's not true like uh Mark Davis actually had to do some wheeling and dealing and getting on his knees to with like the Wynn family or whatever, like he there was. Well, that's what I mean. Like they they had yeah. a they 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 probably like the 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 whoever owns the the uh, Allegiant Stadium had the stadium ready to go. Like, what did Davis have to succumb to to say, "We'll we'll come, we'll come, we'll come"? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's like, uh, like, like I don't know. Like I I I simply don't know. I don't I I it. it baffles my mind i've read a couple of articles on mark davis and interviews with mike davis and he unless he's conning me or 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 he just is he's just the son of al davis who was a visionary and who had a big set of balls mark davis is just like i'm just here to get fucking paid and hang out with the team yeah, it's something else because that, that that's embarrassing to lose to a backup quarterback. You, and you wonder how Justin Fields feels feels a little bit there by uh, his team can't do fuck all when he's playing, and then a backup guy comes in. That that just goes to show how bad how bad Oakland is. But you got to think that Fields must be thinking, Jesus Christ, I'm getting my brains beat in week in week out. Maybe it's me. Maybe it might just be me. You got to wonder because it seemed I didn't watch a lot of that game. I'll be honest. But it seemed like this backup is an undrafted free agent playing that game. Like he's 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 lower on the depth chart than Brock Purdy, and he now has two wins in back to back weeks. Like, what do you do? Like, what do you do? Like, in the <laughs> and that's the thing. Like, did- and and then does the team play? Is that because the team's playing for you? Or they're blocking harder. They understand where he's going to be. Like with Caleb Williams. Not Caleb, sorry. I'm talking about other frauds. Um, with yeah. Fields. Um, <laughs> with Fields. Fucking yap. Like, had to shut his yap, actually. Fucking Williams or whatever. With Fields there, like, is it, well, like, we don't know where he's going to be. So, like, what are we blocking for? And, like, or is he such a douche in the in the locker room? I don't know these things. But it's odd when, when um, a less heralded player and I got to guess, uh, as, as far as the eye test goes, a less skilled player. Why is the team playing better in front of him or behind him? Whatever. Like, I don't know. 
Yeah, it's it's always a mystery. And you see these guys when they're they're in the midst of their their first contract, and the, the reports come out that he's going to get this much or that much, and then he might be a. I mean, we don't obviously we don't fucking know, but he, he might be a bit of a dickhead in the dressing room. He might be a bit of a dickhead in the locker room or after. A, and then, like you said, other guys might want to not, uh, not play as hard for him or or for whatever sport it might be for their teammates because the guys uh, walk around like a peacock, t- t- telling me how how great he is, and how much money he's going to get, right? And that, that that I think that could be a very big case with Fields there because he hasn't been successful at all. He's another one of those uh, he might be good guys, but really, uh, you know, the analytics guys and stats guys are just going on that, and uh, get to to to, to be. When they start talking about giving guys money, we talk about it all the time here. When they start talking about giving guys money, I'd be like, you, know, you might want to hold off on that. And I'm big on that. Like paying these quarterbacks just because you're supposed to. I've always been against that. And and you you know how I, I know you you think I'm wrong on that 100. percent But like you you look at there's only still the one guy, and we've talked about it before with with uh, Patrick Mahomes. There's only one guy who's actually earned that paycheck, and he's still Patrick Mahomes. Right. And and he did it again this weekend and he does it week in, week out. And the, the other guys are still like finding their way. It takes a long time to find your way. I get that. But when you start talking about guys' contracts mid season, what they're going to get, there, there, and that's just human nature, there has to be a little bit of um, discouragement within the locker room. Like, well, this guy doesn't do fuck all without with us. And we're playing our asses off. Why is this guy getting, they're, they're talking about giving him 35 million bucks. I'm blocking this motherfucker. And he ain't doing nothing. And he's going to get 35 million. And I'm fucking, I, I might not have a contract next year. Fuck off. Right. Like you look at Aaron, the the Cardinals, right? They, they, they got as many wins this year as they did with uh, short stuff there last year. You look at Cleveland. <laughs> you look at Cleveland. The shit stains there. I honestly, I, like, as much as I detest um, uh, Deshaun Watson as a person, I think he's a highly tenet, talented quarterback. He he's for a couple fucking, weeks now. He's fucking terrible. On what? Like, you know, I get it. Like, he's hurt, but I watched that play. He throws an awful pick, lands on his back, and it says, Oh, my arm. Like, it's like Rodney Dangerfield and Caddyshack. Oh, my arm. <laughs> Like, fuck off. Get up. Get up. We're paying you $40 million a year. Get the fuck up. You know, and, and up. Jim talks about all the time on his show about how the, the shit stains in Cleveland and everything else. And, like, I, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck how talented you were. If you are out for a year, year and a half, two years, whatever it was. And that, it with Like, I, I've seen goaltenders get to just locked, like, uh, sitting out for 25 games in a season. You think back to Bill Ranford back in the 90s and then Felix Botman back in the 90s as well. Uh they just never get that back. If you're not playing in game and football has got to be the same way, especially even more so because if you're not in game situations and you jump into a game situation into into full speed and everything else, there's no way anyone will ever catch up to that. If you miss that time frame in your prime, you'll never get it back. Never, never, ever, ever. It really seems that way because, like I, like I, like I said, I thought Deshaun Watson was going to be a difference maker this year for that franchise, but he's fucking terrible. Like, well, he's he's either injured or sucking. Like, and and I don't know which one's worse, because um, at least if you're sucking, you're not hurting the team, you're not uh, providing the team the services that you they're you're contractually um, bound to provide. 
But if you're on the bench, at least the team has a better chance to win. And you know what? If I had a player of the week that – who's that fucking defensive player? Uh, Jacoby Meyer? No. Um, that one, that that uh, offensive lineman for Cleveland, he made a – he played his fucking ass off there on the weekend. It was a pleasure to watch. Um, shit. Forget his name. Doesn't matter. But nonetheless, Take like – no, it's Montel singing. This is how we do it. Yeah. <laughs> With Montel Jordan on Montel Williams. Yeah, whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah, no, it's it's funny. You you watch how these the seasons kind of playing out. Now you're getting down nitty gritty. They're just getting separation. You know, you got the haves and have nots. You can kind of see who's not making the playoffs. How do Broncos yesterday? I actually didn't, don't don't even know. I'm I, I'm not being funny at all. Oh, barn burner, barn burner. We hosted uh, this another storied franchise, the Green Bay Packers. First time they've met since the Super Bowl. Denver pulled out a victory. They did. Hey, oh, that's yeah. Sweet. Would you look at that? You know, and and here's the Full good thing. Another cavity. Yeah, there you go. Yep. Yeah, uh, the a guy on my curling team. He's uh, he's a huge Packers fan. So much. He's such a Packers fan. He took his wife on their honeymoon to Monday Night Football in Lambeau Field. That's a gutsy maneuver, man. That's a gutsy move. Like I, I, I understand that when she got into it, that uh, she, she, she knew. But once you're, fuck, that's a gutsy move. Let's talk about that for a second, man. Like Deanne knows I'm a Yankee guy and everything else, and she's been there uh, with me a couple of times to, uh, to the Bronx and we enjoy that. We enjoy it. Like I, I enjoy it a little more than she does. So I think she, I think she does it more so just cause I, I like it and wants to be a part of it. But I don't know if I could pull that one off. Like I, I don't, that's, that's a gutsy maneuver, did. man. It's a gutsy maneuver. And when he, when you talk about it, um, you'll, you'll meet him one day. He's a, he's a good friend of mine. Uh, the way he talks about it, uh, cause I got there early and it was in October. He goes in there like, you know, it was kind of cold. And the lights and the leaves were falling. Oh, oh fuck. And they, got, they went like super, super magical. Cool. It was magical. Like he almost to him. as a tear. Yeah. It, it's really quite cool uh, to hear him talk about it. And then when the Broncos uh, and Green Bay played in the Super Bowl back in the day with Favre, um, they, um, I, I wasn't friends with them. But so uh, I texted him yesterday. I go, since the game that we curl together, we're on the same team. We'll curl yeah. tomorrow. I go, fun bet. Winner of the, this game brings a jersey for uh, for the other to wear on curling on Tuesday. Got to wear it during the game, yeah, for a couple hours. So, there. so I asked him, blue blue or orange? And he said, don't matter, whatever. So he's going to be he's gonna be uh, where I'm bringing all number seven off the hanger here. And we're going to see that on the ATV. The Packers the might be... Fuck, they're almost as fraudulent as the one stars. If you think they're about not it. even fraudulent, like that's my fuck that team this year. Like, if I was a pack, like I put the Broncos on the list. The the way Packers had every opportunity to win that game yesterday. Fuck that team, Packers. Jordan Love ain't it. That's the first game I've watched from beginning to end of Jordan Love, and he ain't it. We'll get to them with that the old fuck that team in half a second here, Dave. But uh, it's it's separation time. Seven games in now. Uh, next week, week eight. You, I, I, I kind of miss the old uh, the sixteen week eight and eight made a lot more sense and going nine and seven and uh, having an odd number of games. It's just one of those things. Guy, old man, get off my lawn kind of thing. But uh, 
pick a couple of winners. Who's going to be AFC? It's going to change next week. It's going to change uh, probably nine more times before this season's over. Uh, who do you got as your AFC champion? And who do you got as your NFC champion? And then who do you got winning the Super Bowl? It's week seven. So you can say whatever you want. Stephen A. Smith made a living out of saying whatever the fuck he wants. Doesn't say a thing ever right. And a lot of these guys, these, these prognosticators, why not get clickbait right now? Make a prediction. AFC champion, NFC champion, Super Bowl champion on week seven. AFC Chief Dolphins winner goes on to play the winner of Eagles Niners. I get it. The Niners lost his shit one last week. Um, Losing now 1914, yeah. Yeah, but it's still the Niners. They're a little banged up. Uh, the I watched... Uh, a good portion of that uh, Eagles Dolphins game. I was I was so impressed with the way the Eagles played in the second half. And you know how I hate giving compliments to the Eagles. <laughs> we all know that. The way they the way they deed up, the way they ground them, the way they controlled the game on both sides of the ball. Um, the Eagles looked really good last night against a high powered offense. So my four teams. Eagles, Niners, uh, Ravens, Chiefs. I, uh, I, I'm going to say I'm not going to get, get the, uh, anything in the AFC. I, I just think the Chiefs are just head and shoulders above everybody right now, and they, they just seem to, and they have the, they have Mahomes. He's still the best. We talk about all the time. He's just still the guy. He's so clutch. And they, they proved yesterday. He, he, he's playing the game at a whole other level compared to what anybody else does. But I'm going to take the Eagles over the Niners. Because I think that I think that Big Cock Brock has been exposed a, a little bit. He's not terrible, but I think hurts a little bit better. And I don't think that you, when you when you're putting all your eggs in a running back's uh, basket, as the NFL has shown a time or two, and how they pay running backs, when you put all your eggs in a running back's basket, like with, with McCaffrey, uh, you don't know if he's going to be able to, to last through the rest of the season. Like, yeah, he will, but when you get to playoff time, week 19, 20, 21 of the season, uh, what what can he possibly do? So I'm going to have Eagles and uh, and Chiefs in. I still, I'm still going to go with uh, with the, the Chiefs uh, just because uh, you know. Deanne will keep watching football since she'll let me watch football because Taylor Swift will be on TV. <laughs> I had to get a cheap Swifty reference so, in there again. Oh, uh, does she have a does she have a Chiefs jersey now? Not yet, no, but it's I'm sure it's oh, coming. Okay. Once the Bears are officially eliminated from playoff contention, which was uh, when the season started, that should become a, a Chiefs fan just for the Swifty Festival or her down here at 1420 World Headquarters. Yeah, it's one of those things. So I, I still think the Chiefs are going to be the Super Bowl champion against. And I, I do think the Eagles are, are right there. They, they they were better. They, they were really good last night. Really good last the night. The Chiefs, yeah. Um. Well, they Eagles. just handled the charge. Oh, the Eagles. Yeah, they, they looked awesome. Yeah. And uh, Casey handled I didn't watch much of that game. Um, I'm just going down. Uh, the Giants. Like, huh, what happens with Nick? So now they've won two in a row without Danny Dimes. Like, what happens there? They just gave him $40 million a year to hold Dave, I, I, let's Let's get off this pick a winner thing. Let's let's have a little, what do they call those? Soliloquies? Little asides? Yeah. When the fuck, when and the fuck are NFL owners, GMs, coaches, scouts, management groups, whoever, 
going to sit down and listen to the 1420 podcast and 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 listen to what we have to say. What the fuck are you doing giving quarterbacks 40 to 45 million bucks a year? What are you doing? What are don't, you doing? Don't give them that money until you think they've earned it. Like Danny Dimes hasn't earned it. Uh Connor Murray didn't earn it. Deshaun Watson didn't earn it. Um, you know, Herbert, uh, uh, Herbert didn't earn it, right? Fucking um, that joke book from Buffalo. What the fuck's his name? Josh Allen. Burl. Didn't earn it. Burl got to a Super Bowl. He dragged Give him, him a half. He got halfway yeah. there, living on a prayer. But, but nonetheless, you know, and same, I, th- I think Burl and L- Lamar Jackson, I think those guys earned it, right? They, Jackson they, did they, win an MVP. He he won an These MVP. These guys were two, it, two to three years out of college. They didn't earn fuck all. They didn't earn. Herbert doesn't deserve it. Russ Wilson doesn't deserve it. Fucking uh, like 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 said Kyler Murray and and week in week out it gets proven and Fields gonna get forty million bucks a year and some guy from from Wichita State fucking won two games this year two more than he did. Dak Prescott didn't earn it. Didn't earn right. Like and then uh, so I don't know about Tua and Hertz. I think they're up next year. We'll see what kind of contracts they play. Uh, they 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 sign, but you know, at the end of the day, it's it's gonna. Be, I don't understand why they don't treat quarterbacks like they treat running backs, because your your shelf life is there, and like there's only two guys that are over the age of thirty five, and that's you know, Rogers and and well, no, I think it's just Rogers now who's over the age of thirty five. Like it, you're not all that good. You know, you talk about just earning it. It fucking drives me nuts. Cause that, I, I'm a USC guy. People listen to the show, realize that and for, for those who listen to the, for, for the first time, we, we appreciate it. But uh, Caleb Williams, dad came out this week and said that whatever, whoever drafts him and his son goes to, they want to uh, get a uh, 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 ownership uh, stock or whatever it is in, in whatever team that he, his son goes to. Fuck off. Then don't come. Stay at USC forever. Get your Stay NIL USC. money. Fuck you. And, he, and, keep, and, and, and I called like I called that year. loss that they were going to lose to Utah. I called that back in back in August when I saw when I saw the schedule. And that wasn't on him because the defense stinks. But anyways, for him to come out and for his father to come out and say it, and that must have come from somebody and everything else, and and it doesn't get leaked out unless Caleb Williams gives the okay. That's how that works. That's how that works with these fucking with these kids, and and their their um their uh, promotion team and their media team and everything else. For his dad to come out and say we want to we want proprietorship or whatever team, you're gonna get traded. You're gonna get dealt, and you want some team that's gonna fucking sign you to more money you're ever gonna fucking see, give you fucking pro- property. Fuck off and stay fucked off and fuck right off. Yeah, when you say they're going to get this, they're going to get this. And you know what else? They can get fucked. Yeah, get fucked. Get, like, forget it. Like, you're like, talk to Bull Cut in Oakland because that's, or at, in Las Vegas, because that's the only ass face. That He's the only dummy to do it. He would be the only dummy to do it. You know but what? Because Brady, Brady's got, got, got he, Brady bought into that team. So he might not get it because he's going to be like, I had to play for 20 fucking years to get partnership in this team. Why, why does this little puke get anything? No, and, that's and, and a you bad know fucking luck. And it's against the rules. Like, like it's like no one, like it's, it, it's against NFL rules. You can't, 
no no playing player can own stock in their own in, in a team. It's 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 an NFL law, so it's when impossible. I heard that last to week. Do. I was I was I was. Oh, you know what? I I, 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 I turned the page pretty quick, but I was just like, what the fuck? Who's this fucking guy? I kind of dug USC back in the day with, um, uh, like, you know, Steve Atwater, Ronnie Lott, OJ Simpson, and uh, Carson Palmer. Um, uh, The the Samoan guys. Yeah. Uh, But, you know, now they can, you know, as a college team, USC can get fucked. Well, like I liked Reggie Butch. I, I like I like Matt Liner. Great players. Curious. They were great players. I love them, but this team's a Sanchez, bunch of great fucking, player. Yeah. These guys can fuck off. And it's and it's that coach from Oklahoma. Um Lincoln. I can't I can't Never stand drive him. a Lincoln. I can't fucking stand him. Yeah. If, if if I didn't have such if I didn't uh, have that deep in my belly I'd be the same way because it, it, it makes it makes me a little bit sick. Like you I'm know, at the I, point now. Like I'm at the point now with with, with Williams. Like go, for, forgive your or forgo your your senior season and just fucking go away. Like fuck yeah, off. Yeah, revoke scholarship. Like you're not you're not clutch, right? You're such a prima donna. I'm not gonna stay stay here for my mail money. Okay then, fucking do it from the bench. To say that. Not, not, not because I, I, I want this team to win. Maybe something to, to say that I want to win it. Uh, I'm getting more, more money, and then to say, well, I'll, we'll go if, if we get a, an ownership stake with, with, with whoever drafts us. Fuck off! Like, fuck you know, and hey, off. dummy, you know, you don't get your big contract until you have four years of service. So you got to get your four years. You, you got to get that clock running sooner or later. He's working on getting zero years because you know what? It, oh, I, I, I honestly think now we get this this aside over with. I think I honestly think you're, you're going to have a lot more owners and a lot more GMs after this season. Go, what the fuck are we doing? I, I honestly believe that because you're gonna have a I lot. So. I, I, I I honestly believe that maybe they're gonna. Come to their senses, listen to our podcast, and go right across the airway. It's going to go viral. Don't pay these fucking guys until they win. Don't. And then have a pay scale of Patrick Mahomes and then everybody else. Right. You know, and, in, you know, and, in half. Yeah. Not, and then, one of these, not one of these guys is 50% as good as Mahomes. Not one of them. They're not. And, and a lot of the players winning games for their teams right now aren't quarterbacks. It's T.J. Watt in Pittsburgh. It's that fucker. I can't remember. Why can't I remember his fucking name in Cleveland? He took over that game. He was blocking field goals. He was making sacks. The Bosa brothers, um, Vaughn Miller back in his day in Denver, is these defensive players. He's these guys that can put pressure on the quarterback um, in non-blitz situations. Those are the ones that are turning games around and they're getting paid handsomely and, but they got to earn it. They're not the ones in after two years saying like, fuck this. They're not pulling the Connor Murray. They're not pulling the Deshaun Watson. Like these guys get out there, they fucking prove it. And then they get paid the big bucks and they keep doing it. So like fuck quarterbacks, fuck them all. Fuck them all. Fuck them all. all. Yeah. Like, Fuck quarterbacks. Unless you have a good one, and you know you'll have a good one because they've shown you that they've been good. It's like the old school um, NHL. Like, you know, you're 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 paying them for what they have done, but the opposite. 
you're, you're paying him because you don't want someone else to take him. Like, well, then just why don't you just him, fuck man. off? Yeah, fuck off then. Take him. We lost yeah. with you or lose without you. Yeah. Oh, so like, okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, we're going to trade you then. Oh, wow. I didn't think it was going to get to that. Well, get fucked. So, like, we can we can draft Brock Purdy in the f- fifth round as opposed to the last pick after overall because we're not doing anything. And, and then, like, this Caleb Williams, I don't want to go to fucking Arizona. They got four more years of that fucking midget video game guy. Don't worry Fuck. And he's – and so Caleb would be the third. Who you're fucking playing for now. Yeah, exactly. How about you win a goddamn game win on a big the road game. in Utah? Fuck off. Getting Notre Dame's by, a getting joke. smoked at Notre Dame. A two-loss uh, Notre Dame can get smoked. Christ. Anyways. Well, yeah, so what do your fingernails say now there, Tom? There's our, there's our little aside about the, with, about quarterbacks on a weekly base here on Monday Night Lights at 1420 World Headquarters. Dave, uh, give me your fuck that team. Well, like I said earlier on, um, I put Denver on the list a couple of weeks ago, but now it's Green Bay. Get, get fucked. You're awful, Jordan Love. You know, I... I don't cheer against anybody. Well, that's not necessarily true. I don't mind Green Bay as a franchise. They have friends that like that like that team. I hate Favre, but I, I don't mind the franchise. But after seeing Justin Love's uh, performance against my Denver Broncos, Green Bay Packers, get fucked. Yeah, that's uh, they they can fuck off. They, they, and like like we talked about before, and we every it's, it's everywhere that the Packers only won the two Super Bowls uh, with the legendary quarterbacks, right? And it's it's funny with, that, and then, with twenty five years of quarterback, with yeah. leg twenty five years of legendary quarterbacks, Hall of Fame quarterbacks, <laughs> on and on it goes, and, and you get two. Um, maybe it's you. Maybe it is you. It maybe it's not. Those two guys, maybe it's you. How you can't do anything else? Yeah, there's money and salary cap implications, whatever else. But yeah, it's it's quite a it's a it's a bad look for a, for a Green Bay team. And there's like we we talked last week about or two weeks ago about a lot of people wearing uh, New England Patriots jerseys and hats, everything else. I remember when the Packers won won uh, Super Bowls. All of a sudden, there were starter jackets everywhere because the Packers had, <laughs> had done something like. The fuck are the Packers, man? The, yeah, there's Marty a lot fan. of number fours and number right? teams there, but then there, this yeah. was this was 30 plus years ago, 20, 26 years ago when the Packers won their first one. So it's quite funny to see that. Uh my fuck that team, and and I and maybe that maybe it maybe it's like fuck that podcast. And maybe maybe it is us, but every time we um we uh sing the praise of somebody, it seems that they uh they end up being really shitty and having done good good going for them. Cause two weeks ago we were talking about how great the San Francisco 49ers were, and then McCaffrey went down, they lost the game, and then the last week we were talking about how great that the Detroit Lions were, and then they go out and they get they got fucking curb stomped by the Baltimore Ravens. So I'm gonna add uh and I should have done it, you know, this is hindsight's 2020, or actually foresight should be 2020 more than hindsight, but uh Fool me once. What did George what did George Bush say? Fool me once. I won't get fooled again. Fool me twice. I'm still a fool. Whatever, however he said it, he got the saying wrong, obviously. <laughs> but uh I was fooled, and my fuck that team this week is the Detroit Lions. Fuck off and stay fucked off. You're not gonna win. Fuck off. You got boot fucked by a fucking really good team, but you showed who you are. That's my fuck that team for this week. But you didn't put him as a fraud. Not a fraud. 
fuck that. Because okay, because they're gonna yeah they're gonna make the playoffs because yeah <laughs> they uh, win. Well, but they tricked me. I don't they, like being they, tricked. Nah, yeah, fool me once, shame on me. Yeah, fool exactly. me once, you won't get fooled again. George W. Bush. Playing with expectations is is is, is a different is a different kettle yeah. of fish. So there's my what did he say? I'll I'll find we'll put it up with this. I'll, I'll link it on there. But yeah, fuck. Yeah, fool, fool, fool me, me once. once, shame on me. Fool shame me Shame on me. Fool me once. I won't get shame fooled on again. you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the way the way the way Bush said it about the Taliban or whatever. Yeah. I can't remember. But anyways, Dave. Uh, yeah. Football. It's uh, getting get nitty gritty now. Now the snow's falling here. Snow's falling today here in su- beautiful Southern Alberta. Worst day. One of the worst days of the year. You don't know when it's going to hit. It, you it know hit today. Coming, right? I walked the dog before uh, potting tonight because it's fucking snowing in Southern Alberta. Yeah, I was the like, just two. Well, just yesterday actually, we went and took the uh, my sister's dogs down to the beach in Parksville, and uh, yeah. Down to the beach, sun was shining, nice day, fucking beautiful foot, like feet in the sand. There was a seal swimming around just in front of us, and dogs swimming. Yeah, and then now you come here and fucking snow. And yeah, just even in the middle of summer, though, that's cold. Fucking that's the water never, water. the water doesn't change very much. That's it cold might, water. It yeah. might get to 13 degrees. Yeah. Like yeah, it's up, up here, yeah, it, it doesn't change much. It, there might I, be five I, degrees. That one, yeah. yeah, Deanna actually went swimming on Friday morning uh, with my my sister goes every day just for like, yeah, just a w- wake up and refreshing and just it, 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 Elaine goes every day and she loves it. And then Deanna, we convinced her to go on Friday morning and she was like, oh, I didn't want to go. And then she was like, she was spry and, and enjoyed it. But I uh, I lied my way out of a few. Uh, I'll go tomorrow. Go tomorrow. Ran out of we, we ran out of tomorrow's. So I didn't end up going. So one of those things. <laughs> Very smart. Yeah, yeah. When was the last time you swam for fun? The only time I swim is when I jump off in and I got to swim back to the yeah. Boat jump the like jump like swimming on yeah. purpose. I don't do no. Yeah, I, I like jumping in water. I don't like, like swimming in water. I have yeah. to swim. Like to walk out to like to walk into it and then walk out and then you toes and seals around yeah. you and whales maybe eating your eating your face off i'm good yeah and throwing a ball or a frisbee with the in uh, waist deep water that's a good thing and you yeah. fall in and get your you head know, wet but that's jumping it. in eight degree water and fucking yeah no i'm good in october i'm i'm fine you, i'm a pussy but i'm fine well there's there's would you have done it for pussies um possibly depending on my mood I'm a moody motherfucker. That's my well, we're getting old. It's one of those things. Anyways, uh, 14, yeah, you, 20... might, you might be moodier than I am. Too. <laughs> I'm getting better. The 1420 Sports Bar Podcast. Four beer sports talking a whole lot more. This segment is brought to you by SeatGeek.com. The SeatGeek app. Use promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com. The name saves you 20 bucks. Don't fucking pay quarterbacks. Don't pay unproven quarterbacks. Wait eight years, five yeah. years, or or let them win a Super Bowl or a ring. So like I said, wait five years. Yeah. Anyways, fourteen twenty spot sports sport podcast. Four beers sports talking a whole lot more. 
Are you thinking of going to a game or a concert in the coming days ahead, or do you already have tickets and want to upgrade where you're sitting? It's simple. Go to SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app. They have tickets for all sports going on right now, as well as concert tickets to shows throughout North America. And to make things even better, use promo code 1420POD, that's 1420POD, and receive 20 bucks off your first purchase. Once again, that's promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com or the SeatGeek app. The 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, four beer sports talk, and a whole lot more. This segment is brought to you by Manscaped.com. And uh, yeah, Manscaped.com, use promo code 1420Scaped at Manscaped.com today and save us 20% and get free shipping at Manscaped for the best in personal, immense personal grooming needs. Um, Geez, it's 10-2 now, Texas, over the Houston Astros. Looks like the uh, Houston Astros' reign is uh, coming to a screaming halt here. Uh, I picked both games wrongly. I picked Houston to win in, in seven. I thought that eventually that that uh, that streak of every team, um, every home team losing would have to come to an end. It just kind of kind of just made sense to me. And Houston's been so good for so long and going to the World Series five out of the last seven years. And then you have, and then I thought the, uh, there's no way the Philadelphia Phillies are going to lose tonight at home with that ruckus crowd because they've been so good at home. And then they got, they got boat race as well. And there's a game seven happening tomorrow. Dave, what's your thoughts? Uh, we'll get a whole bunch in the baseball thing to, until the World Series gets going. But uh, what's your thoughts on those two games tonight? I can't believe I thought same as you. I thought Philly was going to win, being in front of that crowd. I was I was just happy for Arizona making a series out of it. But clearly they're not getting pushed around. Houston getting butt-fucked here is blowing me away. Like, when this game started, it was 4-2 Texas. Uh, 4-2 Texas. Now it's the bottom of the seventh, and it's 10-2 Texas. That clear goggled pitcher, like, I said, pull him, and they put him in. They they kept him in for four more runs. So, well, like once again, like I'm way better at my job, your job from my couch, than you are in the thick of the action. So I don't know what's going to go on there. It is kind of crazy how it's all turned out. Like I I, I got both those wrong today. So yeah, it's gonna get in trouble for betting on those ones. But anyways, Dave, the uh, NHL seasons get a week and a half in now, and. Uh, Trouble in Oilerland. We talk about these guys a little bit, but now that there's actual, uh, let's get into the uh, the funny side of the Oilers situation before we get into the negative side of the Oilers situation and throughout the National Hockey League. But on Saturday night, after the Oilers blew a uh, a two nothing lead early against the Winnipeg Jets on Saturday night hockey in Canada, the uh, goaltender Stuart Skinner made a, a Redlinski like error going out to, to get the puck didn't it didn't work out well for him went around scored the goal blah 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 and the, the floodgates opened uh not the floodgates but the, some more goals were scored and it's not so much that, that 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 what happened it was the timing of the goal that took the momentum away from the Oilers in that hockey game but it was a it was a bad luck it's a bad play by Skinner and the Oilers uh, goaltending woes uh, look like they're, they're continuing again this season I think they're one and four right now as the season goes on but it was the post-game comments after the overtime loss to the Winnipeg Jets that were uh that were quite funny uh I, I don't know whether we uh, don't know who the interviewer was it was in the Oilers locker room and they asked uh, the Oilers uh superstar uh leon dreisaitl what his thoughts were on the the stewart skinner gaff and uh skinner or, or dreisaitl just turned his head and looked at the looked at the reporter and just gave him like the side eye 
basically just I fucked this guy and it's like I'm gonna fuck, I don't ask me dumb questions and looked at him and said what, what do you want me to say and ba- basically with his eyes he said that's a dumb question did, uh, did you did you like that response from Dryside as much as I did I loved it because he was a lot more understated than I would have ever been. Like he didn't say next question. Like he embarrassed the guy because, and he said nothing bad. So, of course, like of course, I'm not going to say anything to him. What do you think I should say to him? What do you think I should say to him? And he left it at that. And and I don't know how reporters who get access to athletes when they ask a question like that, how are they ever expecting an athlete? to give him a straight, honest answer ever going forward, like, aside from get fucked. Yeah, like, I don't understand how these guys get press pass. Like, I, I understand, I understand it to an extent because clicks and everything else and clickbait and, and on and on it goes, but if you when, once you're out of that fraternity, you're gone for forever. Like, I'm sure players players have a bit of a uh, a uh, say who comes in and who comes out. I'm sure teams won't admit it. But I'm sure Leon Dreisaitl goes to Becky Holmecki, who was in charge of media relations for the Oilers, and said, that fucker can't come by my locker again for at least two weeks. I'm pissed at that guy for saying that. For putting me in the spot, expect me to say something that I'm not going like, to say anything disparaging against my, my teammate. Why that asshole is looking for clicks and everything else, why he wants to do that, just to get some story to make fucking 48 cents of whatever fucking at Barstool off his, uh, off his article that nobody cares about on, on a Saturday night. Like, fuck off and stay fucked off. And I, like, I thought Dreisaitl's, um his response was perfect, personally. He, he handled it great. And, and that's not asking the hard questions. That as a reporter, you got to think, like, what kind of answer am I looking for here? Um, like, even you could have phrased that differently. Like, um, uh, uh, Skinner's misplay in the second there really seemed to change momentum. Any thoughts on that? That's a bit, there's your question. Not, what do you say to Stuart Skinner? What do you say, what do you say, what do you say to your teammate, another employee of the team? What do you say to your teammate? Make sure you throw him under the bus as you say this. so I can, And make sure you say it slowly enough so I can write it down in freehand because I don't know how to fucking write with my, my fucking left hand, you fucking idiot. You fucking ass hat. Zero journalism questions, and I just asked a better one than you did. That. Yeah. Like it's it's crazy to 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 think that this guy was being a journalist, like, and I I I get it for clickbait. I I don't like it, but I I get it because he he got a he got the big scoop. But what's the big scoop? If no one's following, but it, no one knows who it is. Scoop. What what's the? It's big not scoop? like right. It's not it's not like the good old days where everybody had the big old microphone with their uh, their radio station tagged around. WWFR from yeah, Sioux City, Iowa. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, so like it's uh, everybody, WKRP oh, in Cincinnati. There it is. There it is with uh, Les Nessman. But yeah, oh, no, it's, oh yeah, yeah. It, uh, you you wonder what was going through that guy's head. And I, I, I liked, I liked the way that Drysdale handled that, and especially because they're 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 up to a bit of a rough start. They're one and four right now. Again, they should have won in overtime. They, but now they got a little problem there with uh, I mean, Jesus. He might be out one to two weeks, and uh, the sky is coming down a little bit in Edmonton already. Like you hate to say it, but you know it's getting it's uh, doing the old Yogi Bear. It's getting late early um, because you have the Las Vegas Knights and the Colorado Avalanche who haven't lost a game yet, both six and zero, oh, and they're running roughshod over the the Western Conference. And all of a sudden, you're you're uh, three games out 
uh, a week and a half in the season. And then now McDavid's out with uh, what an undisclosed injury. Really bad look for the Oilers right now. Like yeah. really bad. Two points is a lot different than twelve, right? And, and what do you do? You you got you dug yourself a hole. Get in like the the best way to get yourself out of a hole is stop digging. And they got to stop digging. And I've never been so happy to be divorced from a team. Could you imagine if I did, you wanted me to fucking start courting them again and get married? Well, I'd, I'd hope you go on like a, a reconciliation date at Hooters <laughs> or something. Maybe you go for some wings and a, and a and a light beer, maybe or something. Maybe just to 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 to, to you know to, to touch base and, and and talk about old times as as exes do. I'm not saying you got to get divorced with the new wife and and uh, and get a new one, but uh, I'm just saying maybe you know maybe just reconciling things isn't the worst thing. But Woo! fuck me, like it's unbelievable. I am so happy. Yeah, I am so happy there's been no reconciliation problem. Uh, like I like I said time and time again, I wish them well, but they're not getting any of my emotional energy because there's there's I imagine there's a shit ton of other fans just saying, what the fuck is going on here? Fire the coach. Fire the coach. Well, that's what they're talking about already. Like it's it's Woodcroft on the hot seat. But the, the one thing I got a kick out of between between periods the other night, uh, and I'm gonna paraphrase here, but Evander Kane basically said, Well, I might as well go out and get into fights for not playing anyways. So I must well do something like that, right? And so I, I got a little advice for old Evander Kane. When you do get a chance to do something, play better. Right? Yeah. Don't blame the coach I, for not playing you. And, 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 and that goes to any athlete in any sport. If you want want more field time, ice time, touches or or at what whatever it might be. Here, here's some advice here from 1420 World Headquarters, a public service announcement. If you want to be more relevant on your team and play a bigger role in your team, play better and give it a chance. Pretty simple. Or you got run out of Winnipeg. You got run out of uh San Jose. And then like you so you 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 manage your P's and Q's so you can sign this good contract for the Oilers. And like if someone shows you who they are. Believe, believe them. Believe him. You know, when things are going well, he's probably a really good guy. But when he gets all pissy pants, like, don't be surprised because this is what he's done in every single fucking stop. Every you, know, you, you look at a guy like Max Domi, the same thing in Toronto, where his dad was uh, the king of Toronto for a long time uh, with the Leafs there. And Max has been, this has got to be a seventh or eighth team, I think it is. There's only 30 of the fucking things. He's, he's kind of running through the fucking entire league. And, and he's only been in the league for five years. Yeah. Whatever yeah. it's been. It's been, now what year was his first year? 2015? 15 or 16. So it's not very long for that on that many teams. Uh, and what, he's another one of those guys. When someone tells you who they are, believe him. And he hasn't done fuck off at least yet. There are only no. four games in as well. But like, it's just like, w- when's enough enough with these guys? Exactly. Like, cause you can only make hay on your your draft status for so many years, right? And then, well, of course, they see your your potential, but at the end of the day, and until the work ethic meets the potential, you're not going to stick around in this league, any no. professional league. That right? uh, the uh, McDavid injury comes on. At, I mean, having the best player to ever play the game. Uh, out at any time of the season is a bad a bad time for it to happen. But the uh, there the Leafs or not the Leafs the Oilers and the Flames are having that Heritage Classic game, the outdoor game, the outdoor uh, game on Sunday, ne- this Sunday, n- this Sunday coming up, and uh, it's starting to get cold in Alberta. I don't care. I don't care 
what the Oilers' record is come Sunday once that game happens, there's no way, there's no way that boy is playing in that game. There's no way. There's no way. Like, like losing that game is, is completely secondary to the amount of people who are going to be going to that game. There's no way McDavid plays that Harris Classic. There's no way. His health is so much more important. It's it's a fun thing for the kids. Um, when I say the kids, I mean the players. They all want to play it because it is a special thing. It's There'll be 80,000 or 70,000 people there, whatever it is. And, yeah. Yep. But if you're a little bit dinged up, the ice, you never know what that's going to be like. You don't know what the weather's. There's too, much, too many intangibles. And if you're too to... One to two weeks now, all of a sudden turns into a four to eight. There's a that's, season. That's devastating. That's that the season is over, and I get it. Sorry, Connor, and you know it too. There's no way you can play. You, you even if you could, it was playoffs. You suck it up. But this is this isn't the playoffs. This is at an the outdoor end of the day, game in Edmonton. That's gonna that's good. You might two get points. It's two points, yeah. and the and the and those two like if you lose the, the season by two points, it was two, two you should have got against Winnipeg on Saturday night, not these two in, in an outdoor game against Calgary on a Sunday afternoon. Because that that uh, and that's why I'm a bit against these these games, these gimmick games, because so much can go wrong. Yes, both teams are playing, but but not every team plays them, right? And that, I'm against these games because they're so, so gimmicky. If every team had to play one of them, I'd be okay, fine. But there's the, like these teams that play these gimmick games; they're the only ones on the schedule who have to play them. So it's such a. I I don't know how much I like it. In fact, you know what? I hate them. I think they're ridiculous. I won't watch but, one second of that on Sunday. But the players, the players like it, and the fans sponsors like it. And the fans love like it. it, and the and the fans love it. They they love it. it. It is cool. I went to that one in Calgary. It was cool as shit. But it was yeah. Fun. Was that it was, that game was, actually? Yeah, remember you talking about that? Yeah. Yeah. So it, it is neat. And like in, uh, the one I went to was uh, Flames and uh, the Habs, and it was fun. It was fun. It was too cold, but I had fun. I was dressed appropriately. Frozen beer. Frozen beer. I yeah, I drank them pretty quick. Oh yeah, you get it down. No, I I I've been to a, a gray cup or two. Of the same thing. Jesus, fuck, he's 11 to 2 now. That's a. Yeah. 11 2 is 10 3 from my schedule. Oh, 11 3, sorry. 11 3, just a home run. I didn't see the no. 2. Uh, oh, you, oh. You'll okay. see it in a second. Yeah. yeah. Okay, here it comes from Carter. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you'll oh. see it. No, it's uh, the NHL season. Like, you're two weeks in. And, and the funny thing is, is uh, and once again, people should listen to 1420 podcast. And this isn't a new thing. Man, like American Thanksgiving is, uh, is four weeks away. And if you dig yourself a hole, you ain't getting out of. And winning games is important, and like it's and you get separation. And American Thanksgiving is proven time and time again. If you aren't in a playoff spot by American Thanksgiving, there's a like a I think it's an eight percent chance you're going to get one. And losing games now hurts. It does. It really. It's does. ridiculous. Yeah, it's it's so ridiculous how uh, how accurate that is. Eh? That uh, where the um sorry where the the standings are in in uh, by american thanksgiving it's 90 percent accurate like either you're in or you're back you're playing for next year already yeah you wonder why they even bother anyways the 14 20 sports bar park well because they because they make money that's right yeah because people are still going to come it. to the games yeah and then the hockey news sells this well, why, so why can't we make why can't we still sell the hockey news 
I would imagine there would be an app or someone like an online, yeah. an online thing. Well, that and the sporting news is is this is Sports Illustrated still in print? Like what? I was in the airport yesterday and I did not see a store in the airport that sold magazines. Now I think about it. Stop it! You didn't. I'm look telling that. you. No, I did. In Calgary or Vancouver? Calgary and Vancouver. Because everybody's on their phone. And they, they save podcasts, they save articles. No, I'm telling you, I didn't see I didn't see magazines. It's like the Circle K huh. by our house doesn't have magazines anymore. Oh, don't they? Nope. Jeez, eh? And that's where you used to get magazines. That's where you used to get magazines. Like and then you you'd, you'd steal your older cousin's uh Playboy or or whatever like that. Never I know they don't make those anymore. anymore. There's no print edition of Playboy anymore. There's no print edition of Playboy. Ah, uh, that's kind of sad. I, I think you'd, but, you know, I think you'd be you, you'd be quite dumb to buy any kind of por- any to pay for any type of por- pornography, Dave. Well, what if you're reading it for the articles? <laughs> then you find you you're, you're the, the, the low percentile <laughs> finally fucking who, who finally has a gripe. Like that, that low percentage who always said they're reading for the articles, who were doing for the articles, they are finally allowed to say, "Listen, I'm hey. dumb now because I used to get my all my information from Playboy. Now uh, I'm a bumbling idiot because I got my knowledge because I read the articles in Playboy." <laughs> that is, you know what, and I don't like do it either. I love, I loved reading magazines. Oh yeah, I, I was I was a huge, huge Sports Illustrated guy when I would fly places. Yeah, that would be I'd like read, my birthday I'd, I'd present. Cover to cover the the uh, in what was it in the stands in the very back or in the bleachers with the the the. the uh, do you remember they were talking about the 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 kids that were coming out of high school? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I'd read it cover to cover everything. Yeah, and then Rick Riley on the back page or yeah, or, yeah. no, I. I uh, yeah, I miss reading Sports Illustrated. I really do. It's too bad. Go to bellyupsports. Here's what you can do: go to go to bellyupsports.com. Read all their articles on there. They're on the app. And everything else. Read That's what I'm going to start doing. I'm going to start reading the articles on on read uh, read all their great articles and listen to some other podcasts. Not just the 1420 Sports Bar podcast, but listen. Make sure you guys listen to the uh, the guys that over at Crap Root Sports and Brilliant Sports and uh, the Corner Booth Podcast. We're listening to tonight. Actually, it was good. Uh, he had a Jared had a very good show tonight about talking about uh, the NFL. He's a bit disgusted, not sure where his Eagles are going, but uh, it should be interesting. Anyways, the 1420 Sports Bar Podcast, four beer sports talk, and a whole lot more. You are never too old or too cool to show support for your favorite team. Fans Edge, who's an affiliate of Fanatics, has everything a sports fan could possibly be looking for. From hats to apparel to giftware and memorabilia, Fans Edge is the place for you. With hassle-free returns, free shipping on order of over 100 bucks in Canada, and free shipping on all orders in the continental United States, Fans Edge makes it easy to get what you want when you want it. Just click on the link on our Twitter and Facebook accounts, and that will take you directly to our Fans Edge affiliate pages, and you can start shopping. Every time you purchase something from there, it supports the 1420 Sports Podcast as we get a percentage, and that's a good thing. So go to Fans Edge today for all your fan gear needs. 
1420 Sports Bar Podcast, Poor Beer Sports, talking a whole lot more. As always, brought to you by our friends at SeatGeek.com. The SeatGeek app, use promo code 1420POD at SeatGeek.com today and save yourself 20 bucks on your first purchase at SeatGeek. Whether you're going to a college football game, a hockey game, now baseball playoffs, or whatever might be going on in your world, make sure you go to SeatGeek and uh, take advantage of our promo USC code. Trojan games, do they have any Trojan tickets left? Uh, they have lots of Trojan tickets, but I would not spend five dollars to watch that so you have to be over 50 bucks to make it make it work fucking losers anyway dave uh, something we, we we haven't done for quite some time that i, I kind of i got a kick out of doing it years ago it's been well it's been a year since we've done this but uh something we did uh over under or properly rated um where i i say a name and or a band or uh whatever it might be and will and you tell me if they're over under or or uh properly rated pretty simple isn't it uh, yeah no i i remember this game i think i'll figure out the rules as we go along over under properly uh recently in the news in new york yankee land alex rodriguez says disappointed that he didn't get a uh <laughs> his, his, his his jersey's not retired monument park on and on and on and then joey gallo got his number 13 last season when he was there with the yankees over under or properly rated alex rodriguez that's really a tough one. I, it really is. His numbers cannot be argued with. I don't know how many players in sports history have signed two $250-plus million contracts with two different teams. He was a massive contributor on the World Series. The Yankees won. He was the guy. Yeah. But – as a person, he can just get fucked. So I'm going to just say, I don't even know how he is rated because it really depends who you ask. That That is, that is the. Okay, the if you ask A-Rod, he's underrated. Yeah. If you ask A-Rod, right. If you ask Yankee fan, they can't, no one likes them but you can't deny his contributions to that one World Series. Without him, they I'm don't gonna, win that 09 Series. Without a doubt. And I think he actually even won an MVP. Um, uh, not two. in the playoffs. Like, he, he won a MVP. two MVPs with the Yankees, yeah. Yeah. So I'm going to just say rated because, God, why do you have to be such a douche? He's such a douche. So he, he, no, he, he is a complete fucking douchebag nozzle, stupid head. Fucking, I can't believe it's just a stupid head. Like I was hanging around with Jim McKinley back when they were uh, nine, five years old saying, hey, stupid head. But uh, if A-Rod would have just kept his yap shut. And I'm I don't not care done about steroids. Well, I care about that, but I don't care about it because there was a number of guys doing it. So I'm, I'm not, it's not, not a free pass. Don't, 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 don't miss up. Uh, don't misinterpret my words here, but the way he went about denying it and denying it and denying it went on the, the, uh, whatever show it was there with, uh, WFAN back in New York and everything else. Uh, he gave himself a bad look by trying to give himself such a good look. Does that make sense? Yeah. He, he just, he, it's, 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 if he would have just said nothing and taken it, but he went to another level saying, I did nothing when he was doing a lot. 
If he See, would have been a I, happy medium and said nothing, he wouldn't have been. So he was a bad luck. And he, as a broadcaster, I can't stand him. He's that, that fucking weak smile. But as a player, as a player looking back, he's underrated because of what happened post-career. Right? Um, I don't know how I, like, I want to like phrase this, but, you know, if he just would have let his game do the talking – but he just, he's such a fucking dork that wanted to yeah. be cool. And still does. Right? Still and does. He, ha- he has no natural cool guy to him. No. Which, if, 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 he li- if he lived off, uh, off, off of our uh, champagne wish and caviar dreams, you wouldn't know who the fucking guy was because the personality of a fucking wet noodle. But he wants to be the cool guy. But in he the wants room. to be, and the only reason reason why he's on TV is because of, and and not because of. But I don't think it's because of his baseball abilities. I think it's because he he's a polarizing figure in the fact that people are like, I hate this guy. But that's why he's on TV. And I, there's got to be a reason why because he's not. He's a baseball savant, but he shouldn't be on television. He's awkward. He's awkward. He, he's awkward. He's not not. He's not natural. His knowledge of the game is, as you say, it's ridiculous. You know, he he can dissect the game. He knows what happens. But to relate that to me, I just want you to shut your fucking trap. Know what all? As a player, like, underrated. As a as a human being, and as a broadcaster, he's overrated. I don't think he's overrated. I don't know anybody that likes him. I don't understand why he's on the fucking airwaves. So. He's a, he's a weirdo. He's he's the uh, the unicorn of fuck. I wish you were just something different. And you know what? What I find funny about that? We'll get off a rod. This went longer than I thought it was going to. But uh, it was what I, I I find funny that Fox did is they put his I, I don't want to say nemesis, but his his personal nemesis Derek Jeter on with him, and he, it it must eat fucking it must eat a rod inside. It has to. Because Jeter's really good on TV, he he has been really good. Now, yeah, I'm a, yeah. G- I'm a I'm a Jeter hugger, but Jeter's been really good, calm, whatever, cool, whatever, fuck, whatever. And A Rod sits there and he's just always awkward, and Jeter's just cool. It must eat A Rod inside. It has to. Uh, yeah, especially because he's thinking, I'm I'm a better baseball player than you. I'm a better baseball player than you. I'm a better baseball. That's all that's going through is it. But I just want to be like you. Ten years later. Yeah. Ten years later, still tells. And Jeter don't give a fuck. Jeter's like, I, I just get this done so I can go. Yeah, whatever. whatever. It's, yeah, it's yeah. Just I'm getting, I'm, I'm getting paid. You want to be here, eh, Rod? Yeah. Uh, my wife told me I had to come here and do something, or whatever. And they're paying. Yeah. Me. This is going in the purse. And they're paying me. Yeah. yeah. Uh, over, under, or property rated? Uh, hey, I kinda... oh, sorry. Just one more thing. Do you think there's ever a Yankees get get together and then a Rod shows up and and someone says who invited him? All the time. <laughs> All the time. <laughs> Is he the Thurin Flurry of the New York Yankees? Uh, very close. Very close. He's that guy. Not, not, just... not, in, not in just being a total Flurious, like, just the like, thing oh, is, I'd rather he wasn't here. I'd rather there's, he was uh, Yeah. Uh, well, other than he'll probably foot the bill because he wants to be there so badly. Like, he'll pay for everybody. <laughs> there's guys like let, let's say uh, my place. let me throw out a name out there that fucking might organize these things 
that uh, from the Yankee days, that's probably like uh, Jorge made made a good chunk of change. Let's say uh, Tino Martinez. He made money too, but let's just you know, use Tino Martinez. And they didn't play together on those teams. But let's say if there's like World Series champions over the years that uh, that uh, were invited to an event, and Tino Martinez, because him and Gina are really good friends, and uh, Martinez goes, you know what? If we invite A Rod, he won in 09. Yeah, I was in, I was on the uh, 96, 98. If we invite A Rod, he'll pay for the whole fucking thing because he wants to come. He'll pay for the whole thing. <laughs> like, like, it'll be fine. He'll pay for everything. But do you think sometimes that they, they invite like O'Neill and Bernie Williams and then just say, hey, I'll hey, bet you O'Neill, like, I don't know, but I'll bet you O'Neill's like, who's coming? Because he's that kind of a guy. He's pretty straight. <laughs> he's like me. He's like, okay, who's going? Who's there? Who's 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 going to this thing? Well, it's at A Rod. It's at A Rod's place. It's at A-Rod. I'm not going. I'm oh, good. No. I, mean, I I I'm not vaccinated. I'm not going. Is it's he one of those things. I'm not going. Uh, is A Rod going? Yeah, Layritz. Yeah, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A Rod. We never play together. I'm good. I'm not going. And then so does he just put up a sauna and like, hey, so you and I are just going to hang on the corner and drink his Shabazz? So and we'll meet afterwards. And we're, okay, where's the after party? Because we'll be there. Yeah. That's guaranteed a, following with A-Rod. Bring a bag and we'll steal his tequilas. We'll tell you, we'll take four bottles home. <laughs> Fuck, we Jet don't have to. Are, yeah, that'll piss him off. Get keys <laughs> to the guest house. <laughs> Put a cat of fucking open tuna underneath the fridge or something like that. Over, under, properly. Jose Altuve. Um, he's fucking awesome. I think he's a Hall of Famer as it sits mm-hmm. right now. I realize his career's not done, so I think he's a like so a Hall of Famer is what I think he is, and so that's rated. He's not. He's for sure not underrated. Um, I think he gets a, a a ton of shit about its cheating scandal, which the Yankees were doing at the same time, which the Bo Sox were doing at the exact same time. I think he's yeah, I think he's rated. I think he's a first first ballot Hall of Famer. No, great play, a great story. How he came out of uh, out of nowhere for I came from countries from Venezuela. I think oh five foot fuck all of them. Yeah. And then he, he he got caught. Said no, no. He kept going back. Kept going, kept going back, and. What what you think about whatever happened with the uh, the banging the uh, the garbage can theory and the scandal and all goes on? The guy he flat out rakes man. Like the other night, and he's a classy guy when he run, rounds the base, he hit a home run the other night in game mm-hmm. uh, six, I think it was, or game five. So it was game five, and he's rounds the base. It doesn't say fuck all, not bat flipping, not doing bat flips, not fucking pounding his chest the whole bit. Like like I said, you could say mad what you glove want. in the field. Yeah, the great player, he's a great second baseman. Like he's he's the proper build for second baseman. I I think I think he's. I almost think he's at a point now because of the scandal and people still want, want to take the worst of the guy. Uh, he's a little underrated because, because of everything that happened. I, and like, I, like I said, I've, I've forgiven, but I, I'll never forget what happened that year. And not, but like you said, the Yankees were doing things, the Red Sox were doing things. Everybody that did was doing something, but I've forgiven, but I'll never forget. But I think Jose Altuve is a little underrated how good he is. Like I, I really do. He's a great player. Yeah. He's, he's a great player. Yeah, if he retired more, he's going to Hall of Fame. You bet, and like people talk shit about him, like fans talk shit about him all the time, and they just—he's fucking awesome. Um, wasn't it just the other day he set the record for most postseason home runs? 
It's crazy. Five foot fucking six second base. Bats bigger than he is for fuck's sakes. Bats bigger, like more than A-Rod, more than uh, uh, David Ortiz, Big Poppy, all these fucking guys that we that, that, that they just force on us to be uh, the greatest people. Like, you know, like, you know, I don't like the Yankees. You know, I also don't like the Bo Sox. Like David Ortiz could be the most overrated. David Ortiz is half the ball player that uh, A Rod is. David I Ortiz think, can I think fucking da- fuck I think off. David Ortiz hit a few home runs. The opportune time. The one was in two thousand four. Well, we'll see tomorrow night. Uh, Joe Buck, great call in the two thousand four game four. We'll see tomorrow night going. They sent the game back to uh, Yankee Stadium. And the, the Red Sox came back from four down. Uh, and then the uh, the speech he gave after the Boston bombings uh, that Ortiz did. He's a likable guy on TV and everything else. But I agree with you, Dave. I think that David Ortiz is a little overrated. I, 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 I Yeah. He can like, suka. Yeah. Yeah, I think he's one of those guys. Like, yeah, he's a nice guy and everything else. And he's big pappy and ha-ha. And he, he said, did, did the couple, a few things at the right time. And he said the right things at the right time. But I think he's... I think Big Poppy's a little overrated. There's no get that, 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 that's my opinion. I mean, I'm sure we'll get people I, fucking saying we're I stupid agree. about that, but whatever. Uh over, under, properly rated. Kenny Loggins. Footloose fame, danger zone fame from the uh the great uh, top gun soundtrack. And uh hasn't done much in the last, I don't know, 30 years, but he was an 80s icon with all the soundtracks that he was he did. Kenny Loggins, over, under. Or properly rated? I think Kenny Loggins has a ridiculous amount of movie hits. If he can't make the Billboard Top 10 without having a movie soundtrack to backpack on, you might be overrated. Kenny Loggins, overrated. I wasn't expecting that from you, Dave. You know, uh, I'm all right. Is all right. Got to cut loose. You know, it's a soundtrack, right? I think the Bee Gees, who only did one soundtrack, are ten times the band that Kenny Loggins is. I'd say like five and a half times, not ten. Oh, times. Okay, ten. I don't know. I don't know what the equation is where you find that number, but but where is Kenny Loggins without a soundtrack? Right? Uh, did he ever? Right, you give him some subject matter, and he and he and he does it, and he wrote some good tunes. I think "I'm All Right" is his best song. Like, gotta cut foot loose and uh, and highway to the danger zone. That's garbage. You know that might even like. He, like I'm not a big that's like writing. A, I like foot loose. Yeah, he has a couple other ones that were on the foot loose soundtrack too that were really good. Uh, I can't remember off my head to you know. You know, might as well ask uh, the uh, the 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 conductor who who did like the fucking Looney Tunes, right? We're gonna have jets flying right away, like but now it's not put it to your voice, Kenny. The he's he gets a free pass, so I guess that makes him over overrated. Yeah, he's so overrated. I, I, I don't I, turn. I, I don't turn his songs. I, I got some that I, I play on a regular basis when I'm oh, getting into every, here, every gonna, once in a while. There's the, no uh, chance I have a Kenny Loggins song on my phone. 
Well, I see you're missing. I'll, I'll find some after we get done recording. I'll send them to you. You'll, you'll quite like them when you walk out walking the dog uh, later on tonight, but or tomorrow in the snow. Do you no, show? I already. Uh, no, the, the yeah. boy and I. I got a question together. for you. At what point? Because now Jasper's got the 13 going on 14. When is Jasper getting out of bed to shovel the snow? No, uh, the last two years we've done it together. No, but when when, when is it him? When is it just him? Yeah. Um. When does he take the shovel by the horns and take the initiative to do it himself? I'll tell you what. Like the way when he moves out and buys his own house. Yeah, exactly. Like this is a team <laughs> effort because uh, no one likes doing it. I don't and, mind. It. Uh. You got what? What the fuck are you talking about? What do you got? No, when I go Honestly, to moms. Oh, when you go to moms. Yeah, I like it actually. Yeah, you talk to the neighbors. They're shoveling snow. Yeah, but you're driving twenty minutes to do a thing. It's not a daily. I like thing. it. You're not, yeah, but you're not getting up at six in the morning to do it on your own house. You got a service where you live, right? Well, that's take care of it. Yeah, so don't tell me you like it when you do it once a week. No, I don't mind. I, I don't mind shoveling snow once a week at your mom's house. Oh, Brett's coming. You should come by, and then you get to have a fucking thing. Of course, <laughs> you got a you got a big fucking carrot at the end of that stick. Like well, all Jasper and I are just stick, and he's he, you know my kid is awesome about it. Like it's like kid? hey, yeah, it's uh like you know, and the the two of us together is it's ten minutes. And it's more than twice as it's more than double quick when you have uh, two guys doing mine because of the corner lot. The corner lot, fuck, I, I love it, but I hate it for the snow. Did you get your fuck. leaves up? Um, in the front yard, I can't believe you didn't drive by. Like you drive by when it's all littered up, but now it's all nice and clean. No, I've been I, the last couple weeks. I've been away, so I didn't. Tell oh, them, fucking so. pristine, brother. It was pristine. pristine until the ones that now now that it's snow the leaves can come down from the fucking snow putting everything down. No, the big tree on my front lawn is uh, is is barren of leaves, so I'm not even giving them to my neighbor anymore. Proper or over under proper? I got I got two more. One music related and one uh, sports related. ACDC. I think they're a little overrated. Hell's bells. Um, Motor Clean, that one. Um, back in Black. Good. Not great. Good, not great. I put them, they're a little bit better than ACDC and not quite as good as Kiss. I said ACDC. What did I say? Oh, sorry. They're not quite as good as... Oh, ZZ Top. Oh, it's ZZ Top is, is in this. That's what's overrated about on the planet. Yeah, I like ZZ that's Top is anywhere near as good as fucking ACDC. And, and, they're, and a that, little, they're a little you bit better. You say dumb things just for clickbait, Dave, but that, that one was dumb. They're a little bit better than, a, than ZZ Top. but ACDC is a little bit better than ZZ Top. A little yeah. bit? Yeah, ACDC is a one trick pony. That pony's pretty fucking tricky and pretty good. Uh, That's one flashy fucking pony. You know, Thunderstruck and Back in Black is the exact same fucking song. Thunderstruck's shitty, but... But it's 10 years apart, right? They they, they got it figured out. They know their formula. Highway to Hell, awesome. That's a pretty good fucking tune. 
Season ticket on a really ride. Fuck. Oh, yeah. man. You <laughs> fucking uh, shook me all night long. Who made who? What's the uh, the bagpipe one? The, uh, oh, man. AC. Yeah, I don't like it, but every song's kind of the same. You know why? Because it works. They have ba- really yeah, bad. and they have bangers. Don't get me wrong. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. They're not over. They're not. They're. Uh, they're. High. You know what? Now, now that you mention it, like you, now that you, you even even had the audacity, the audacity to compare ACDC to fucking ZZ Top must be an alphabet thing. I don't know, but to say that ACDC is only a little bit better than ZZ Top. I just came with, with, with two. Youth ZD Top is highly overrated in Dave and Roby's head and highly underrated in uh, Dave and Roby's head. ACDC to me is almost underrated, man. They're overrated. They are overrated. They've done the exact like since since when I was in high school in 1986. They released four albums, but they never released a new song. They just changed the fucking words and the beat pattern. It was the exact same fucking song. Long way and, the top you want to rock and roll was the uh, the bagpipe. Uh, oh, that's a good tune, man. Those, like when you watch uh, those videos, I wish I I, I would have went to one when I had the chance back in Edmonton back in the day. Well, you fucking see, that Agnes with his little school. You boy see outfit. the stadium oh, jumping, Agnes, like the stadium uh, bouncing uh, up and down. ACDC, no man. They're I'm not. Du- I'm not doubting that they. Totally fucking ripped. I like, and I would have loved to have seen a concert back in the day myself. But they're overrated. It's the same fucking song. It's the same fucking song. Same song. Well, I know, but but there's a there's a reason it works. Yeah, but like when you're doing the same fucking thing every single fucking time. Mm. Yeah, overrated. With, with, with your analogy, I think that the uh, the, the ACDC is highly underrated. The way you uh, compared it to fucking, fucking ZZ Top, that might be the most overrated band of all time. Yeah, and I don't care for ACDC uh, either. They have a couple others. Legs. Or a couple of legs. Pow, how, how, how. Yeah, I think that's I, my favorite one, whatever one that one is. Yeah, they were fucking terrible. Uh, last one. Over, under, properly rated. Nick Saban of the head coach of the Alabama Crimson Tide. Well, he's a Hall of Famer. Um, the amount of titles he won, I I got it. I got to put him as rated because I hate him. But you can't argue with his resume. I don't. He has to be rated. I don't want to underrate him because he's won so many titles. I don't want to overrate him because he's won so many titles. It's just the, I'll let the record speak for itself because I never want him to win another game again, let alone another national championship. I think he wins another national championship. He retires because he's kind of at the Bill Belichick stage. He's of not his young. Life. He ain't young. And and he's been there for quite some time now. Um, let's call Nick Saban rated. And and the fact that he failed as an NH- NFL head coach gives me a little bit of gave up quick. Yeah, happiness. Yeah, and like he quit. He quit. 
Was Miami, wasn't it? Yeah. Like he gave I, up I, like, like three weeks in. Said I'm I'm good. I, I yeah yeah and like and he not was three, like on record like I don't know how many times to say I have to say it I'm not taking the Alabama head job and then five days later he fucks off because I he went he went from Michigan State to LSU I think oh, I and then and then to the and then to the NFL and then to uh, and then to Miami and then to Alabama. I think that Nick Saban's a little overrated in the back half of his career, and I, I get it. Like, he was successful 100%. But when you have the best players beating down your door to go there, it's pretty, It's not easy to win. It's easier to win. Like, when the best yeah, players are saying, come here, come here, I'm, I, yeah, it's it's easy. When you, when you have the best people knocking on your door to come there and play, and then, and then you can be the, the we, and we've talked about it before when you can be the bully of the uh, of the uh, um, of those players. Not that he, not you know, you know what I'm getting at, but yeah, it's just like how good were you? Like you 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 were you're like that kid in high school. You're popular because you're popular. He's good. I think. Good. I think too now. Yeah, um, but now too with like the nail and transfer. Um, portals like his way of doing things is gone right they can leave him as, as fast as pick him right so well there's a lot of a lot of those old white guy coaches who are kind of backed off away from that like yeah they're like we don't like transfer portal why do because we were doing it the right way and why? <laughs> what's the what's so the you're right make, way, so you're making right? eight million bucks you're the highest paid fucking one of the highest paid people in in alabama's fucking public fucking works whatever but now you don't like it shut up dude and this guy could be a uh an all-star at georgia southern but we're gonna sign him to us because this way he doesn't yeah. get to play for georgia southern it's not mm-hmm. about fielding the best team it's it's about keeping our he was probably rated now i think he's a little over it well if he puts another one on the board and those motherfuckers they only it got one loss. Again. Yeah, we're going to find again. out. It'll be Ohio State, Michigan, Georgia, and Alabama once again. Yeah, get a Pac-12. And unless, unless uh, Washington can. Well, Washington and uh, Oregon will beat up on USC the next two weeks. So that, that's taken care of for, the, for those two teams. Yeah, so, yeah, so I don't know. Like, so. so. <laughs> how much <laughs> How much glory do you get out of fucking? You're not, you're not climbing the rankings by beating USC. USC is going to play like on a December 25th. Like twenty sixth bowl game, they're not. Oh, they'll play in the uh, the Fruito Bowl and uh, the Fruit Loops Bowl on this the seventeenth of fucking December. The I am with Montana Bowl, yeah, in Haver, Montana. Oh God, it like it's Caleb and and Fuckface the coach. Like they've they've actually Lincoln Riley. I I I used to like you know I used to like the the Trojans, but now because I have no loyalty, fuck. That team, no, they're a little Fucking embarrassing. Losers. Last couple weeks been pretty embarrassing for their franchise. Anyway, Dave, fun show tonight. We got fit, we uh solved some uh, problems, created a few more, I'm sure. But uh, what's going on this week? Is shoveling snow tomorrow morning? Then, then what? Um, I'm not gonna shovel snow first snow of the year. I'm gonna let God take care of. Um, I might have to shovel when I get home from work tomorrow. We're just gonna play it out, see what happens. Ah, uh, the. 
watch some baseball tomorrow to see who plays Texas in the World Series. I'm shocked. I, I, I'm shocked. I stuck. I was Houston right in fucking week two, and now I'm wrong. I've the, never uh, been that our, right for that. Uh, I've never been not wrong for that long. Our main man, the fan of the band, Jim Plotner, at uh, he he called it when I had him on the show a few uh, back in August. Actually, he said the Houston, the uh, the Texas Rangers win, win the World Series. So the the prognosticator from Long Island is still uh, the Nostradamus of uh, yeah. He's he's got it all figured out. Old Jimmy does. I was uh, yeah, it's crazy. I think he threw it. I, th- I think he threw a dart in the fucking board and he picked whoever. Yeah, because Texas didn't. Yeah, they, they. It's not like they were dominant all year, and and Houston was the pennant winner. But uh, Texas took care of business down the stretch, specifically against Seattle, knocked Seattle out of the playoffs, and then just fucking mowed through the playoffs here. Mode. Fuck that. Who's crazy. yours? I had Astros right from the get-go. Who's your fuck that team tonight? Oh, my fuck that team tonight was the Green Bay Packers. Who's who's on our list? The uh, Kansas City. <laughs> That's number one. <laughs> then Bengals, Chargers, Vikings, Bears, Pats, Broncos, One Stars, Giants, San Fran, Green Bay, and Detroit. We're going to run out of teams. I I made that point, but we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. Huh. I I really, you know what? I really think fuck the bills. Uh, That's- well, we we're gonna find. The, 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 trust me, the way that bills are playing, they're gonna give us an opportunity to put that put them on the list. Anyways, the fourteen twenty sports bar podcast for beer sports talking a whole lot more. Take care of each other more, but more importantly, take care of yourself. You rock. You stick in the ice, smell safe. I don't want to see Jim swing at high pitches. Jim, uh, get that song out there on Spotify so we can plug it and everything else. Uh, have a good uh, night, folks. We'll talk to you guys again on Thursday night. See you Thursday. Thank you.